Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Tony Kennett right over there filling in for Hammer. We'll go straight to the drivehubler.com hotline and bring on Braylon Yarrington and Melody Gandy. They're both testifying tomorrow morning along with other foster parents at the State House for Bill HB 1188. Ladies, how are you doing? Great. Good. So, so Braylon, we'll start with you. Um, Bill 1188 is about protecting kids from being forced to visit with an abuser, being sent back to unsafe homes, getting out of foster care faster. Give me a little bit about your background with foster care and adoption, and then maybe talk a little bit about these bills. Sure, absolutely. So I was a licensed foster parent for three years. We adopted two kids out of the system, and now I am a full-time grassroots lobbyists to change laws in our state. My organization is called Champions for Children. And what I found when I was a foster parent, you know, I thought that this system was designed to protect children. And my experience with my children was was the opposite of that. Um, Nothing about this process was child-centric. My kids spent five years Uh, In the foster care system, my kids have a brother who's going on seven years, and he's still in foster care with the same family since since the day he was born. Um, There was a severely abusive parent on this case, and regardless of all the ways that he abused these children, there was this tunnel vision focus on reunifying Hmm. the kids. and. It really impacted my children's mental health. You know, the mental health professionals were telling the court in DCS, this is not good for them. They need to be moved forward for permanency. And we ended up actually having to file a private action and spend tens of thousands of dollars to get our kids out of the ensnarement of this system. So we're trying to fix that with 1188 and 1169, which are being heard tomorrow at the state house. And tell me about fixing it. Uh, what What's the number one thing in your mind that could be done here? Um, because it sounds like it, it, it's been an incredible, incredibly frustrating process uh, for you to to not only get kids out of foster care, but the the adoption process as well. What do these bills do? Well, they do quite a lot, but a real high-level view, as you mentioned, we are we are putting into law that kids should not be forced to visit with substantiated abusers if they don't want to. That's the first main provision. The second provision is kids should not be returned to unsafe homes. And this could be parents who have not made any progress, have not improved the situation, or just parents who lead a life of crime and abusing others. And then we also feel like if a parent isn't complying with the court's orders, such as not using drugs, staying away from the abuser of their child, disappearing for months at a time, that the child should be able to find stability through adoption or guardianship. And and we're doing that by reforming the termination of parental rights statute to include more details. These seem like really common sense reforms, but... This is not happening right now, so we feel like it needs to be put into law. 
So this is one of the things that often gets me when I discuss education policy, and in this case, you know, child care and health policy, social policy, is that there are there are a few problems that we can all agree on that are pretty common sense that need fixed. And yet for years and years, these issues languish. Uh, so many children are continually hurt by a foster system that's that's incredibly out of date, that's not meeting their needs. Uh, why do you guys think that we just keep hitting wall after wall and it's not until now that we're actually starting to see appropriate reform? Well, um, I think that there, there's a federal push right now that I believe is misinformed. And the reason I say that is when I look around at the people who are really informing the policy, these are people that have not been on the front lines in general. Yeah. These are not the people that are taking care of these kids and, and watching what the system does to them. You choose them up and spit them out. You know, the people at the state house who have a lot of sway often don't see things the way those of us do who are on the front lines. Melody, I don't know if you have a different opinion. That's mine. Full disclosure here. By the way, we're speaking with Braylon Yarrington and Melody Gandy, both testifying tomorrow, along with other foster parents at the State House for Bill uh, 1188 and 1169. Uh, Melody is, and her husband are very good friends of mine and my wife. We love you guys. Um, and they just got done with a very arduous process of adopting a beautiful, uh, uh, just a, just an absolutely beautiful boy. So congratulations that the process is finally over, Melody. Um, I was wondering maybe if you could speak a little bit about your experience with foster care and uh, the uh, adoption system. Yeah, thanks, Nigel. Um, and we love your family as well. See this opportunity to talk and share about why I feel it's important to testify tomorrow, um, specifically on Bill 188. Uh, my husband, Dylan, and I have been licensed foster care parents for four over four years, and I would agree with Braylon that, you know, the majority of the time people that want to do foster care are wanting to help children and families. For my husband and I and for our kids, we wanted to do something about the foster care crisis. Um, I find that a lot of people don't know that Indiana is one of the you know top states in our country that has um, the worst foster care um, in our country, and we're in a crisis. And so when you hear those things, you want to do something to help. And so my husband and I felt very called to this. And um, I would agree with Braylon that it is was not as child-centric as I had been trained to expect. And we... Um, our, our adopted son, um, who we recently adopted, he by the time he was 14 months, had been in five different homes and had had two DCS cases, two open DCS cases on him. That's at 14 months. Wow. And he came to our home at 16 months. And by the time we adopted him, he had been in care for um, almost four years. And so we saw in our own home with him just the trauma that being in care can cause a child. Um, and there's no reason why we need to be keeping these kids in care for four, five, six, seven years. Um, we need stronger laws. We need stronger policies. We need permanency for these children so they don't flounder in a system and are back and forth out of homes. 
Um, and so permanency for these children is my heart's desire. Um, and I want to see stronger laws and policies written for kiddos like mine. Had there been a bill like this, I think it would have helped him tremendously. I think mm. he would have had permanency sooner with our family um, had we had a bill like this. And that kind of permanency that's lacking, that lack of stability, not only harms kids, uh, you know, psychologically with often dealing with with really difficult abandonment issues and and with um, emotional attachment issues but also educationally the the inability to read to speak uh, my wife's best friend she did foster care for for quite a while and uh, two of the kids that she fostered um, had significant trouble just speaking well past the normal age of development and so legislation like this that would allow us to re-examine how kids are treated in this system is not only prudent, but it's essential. I mean, these are kids' lives that we are affecting really on the point-by-point basis. This is an extremely important thing to take a look at. Braylon, Braylon, are there any... I mean, there's got to be some success stories in the foster care system in terms of the parents, um, you know, leaving their parents and then the parents going to rehab and turning their lives around. Absolutely. And this bill is very clear. If a parent is making progress and yeah. doing what they need to do, nothing different is going to happen. We're going right. to keep trying to help them. This is for the parents who have learned to abuse the system. And this is unfortunately incredibly common. You know, in my work with Champions for Children, I talk to people every day, you know, whether it be CASAs, DCS workers, guardian ad litems, foster parents. And I just hear the same story over and over again. So unfortunately, I think what Melody and I experienced is pervasive. Hmm. And I think it is time for the legislature to step in and legislate this. And, and what have you been doing? Who have you been talking to about this? Well, our amazing bill sponsors, we, we have kind of a, a cache of bills this year. We have Donna Shively, who's out of Carmel, sponsoring some of our stuff. Ryan Lauer out of Columbus is an incredible child advocate, Representative Lauer. Representative Althoff from the Crown Point area has stepped up. And Senator John Ford from Terre Haute is a perennial you know, champion for children. So that's kind of our core group, but we have so many legislators that have met with us and want to do something and want to help. Tomorrow, we will be in front of the House Judiciary Committee. So one thing people can do is call those 13 committee members today and ask for a yes vote on House Bill 1188 and House Bill 1169. Where can people go right now to find out more about both of these bills? Um, you can go to the in.gov uh, website. In fact, if you just Google Indiana 2023 session mm-hmm. and then go to the, the top menu and it says legislation and then you can go to bills and there's a full listing of every bill that's been filed. They can just click on 1188 and 1169 and read the full text. And what about in, in Braylon, uh, you're, uh, you said you have an organization that you started or work with at the beginning of this conversation? Yeah. So that's Champions for Children. Okay. And um, we are on Facebook. It's a teal and red logo with some hands people can reach me personally at 614-264-5744 if they want to get connected with us to, to help with this effort uh braylon and melody uh i love what you're doing best of luck tomorrow and let's hope both of these bills uh, get passed i really appreciate you taking the time today 
Thank you, Nigel. Yeah. We really appreciate it, too. We'll be right back. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.